Hello, and welcome to 5 Questions with NX2. My name is Keith R. Stevenson, photographer and designer, and a newcomer to the world of digital marketing. I've got a lot of questions about the ins and outs of the business, so I'm sitting down with a member of the NX2 team to pick their brains and learn more about this dynamic industry. My guest today is Emily Sutton, Executive Assistant to the CEO at NX2 and Video Production Specialist. Thank you for joining me today, Emily. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So this is really exciting. You know, I sit across the desk from I'm you all the time, and you're I'm, I've got all this. Yeah, I'm excited that you're excited <laughs> that I'm excited. <laughs> inside jokes are inside. So, you know the format. I've got five questions here for you. We're just going to run through them, and every so often I'm going to throw you a curveball just to see oh. if you're paying attention. Okay. All right. So, first question on my list here is. Uh, as you're, as you know, a video production specialist, why should companies be using video as part of their their marketing plans? Well, companies should definitely be using video because the research says they should, and the research has been saying they should for like almost five years now. Video is like the number one thing that people look at when they're on social media, when they're online. Just take a look at YouTube. YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. After Just Google, right after Google. Yeah. Okay. It's because people like to see visuals and stuff. Oh. It's a big draw. People are searching on that, and that's how, that's how they find your business. So mm -hmm. I guess that would make it an important uh, part of your marketing plan if it's the second largest search engine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, you, you do a, a bit of video work here. I've, I've looked over your shoulder, and I can't figure out what you do. You know, it just <laughs> comes out really great. How do you, you know, when you. you when you're working on a, on a project, when you start your video work, what what is what's your first step, and when you when you're trying to create a, a whole video uh, project? Usually, well, the idea comes first. Usually, there where you're like, okay, I want to create this type of video, and then honestly, the first step is just visualizing what you think it's going to look like in the end. You honestly, you just like for Nicole, right? She's I can already saw her as an eloquent, like inspirational type of person, very personable, like likes to talk. And I was like, you should do these videos. So I started um, coming up with like questions to ask her that I know would prompt her to just like go into the the monologues that she does, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just like visualizing what you think the outcome is going to be first. So like I see her becoming, honestly. A YouTube star in the entrepreneurial world mm -hmm. in the end. Wow. You heard it here first. And then also <laughs> just like an inspirational speaker or she'll travel around and do do speeches. Fantastic. So that's the visualization. And then so from is there. It, but is there a like you know, draw it out or do you just sit and you just kind of meditate on it? I personally just meditate on it. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'll write some ideas down. Mm -hmm. That's like I think people do have different processes though. So it depends on how you work. Yeah, sometimes depending on the on the project for me, because you know I I do know a little bit about video. You know more than a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know a lot about the gorilla video, like going out and like with no preparation and creating something out of That's... nothing. But the more polished video, I really I'm not very good at. But the um, well, I'm getting better. You are. <laughs> I like to think anyway. Um, <laughs> when I try to plan out something like that. I do a little bit of the meditation, like like mm -hmm. what you said, but then I also will take and sometimes I'll sit at the whiteboard and I'll kind of draw pictures about what I want to happen, you know, just mm -hmm. to kind of crystallize it in my head. And, if, you know, sometimes when I get to that stage, I'll see, oh, this isn't going to work because there's no way to get from here to here. You know, no. so then I have to start over at the beginning, you know, so that 
you know, that's that's my process. But yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's it's interesting to oh, I, I'm always interested to hear how how people what people's process is, you know, to see how they how they come up with their ideas. Me too. Yeah. Honestly. So yeah, now you're you're working on on videos and such. So what do you think makes an appropriate marketing video? Like what are the the attributes that make it good for a company's image and marketing? Mm-hmm. So of course that's going to depend on what you're trying to market. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to market a scary movie, you're going to want it to be like O M F G. What is going to happen? This is crazy. I need to go see this. Right. But if you're trying to market a sneaker, you're going to want it to be how like Nike is like inspiring. They're like this is like the next generation like like or this shoe is going to allow you to have comfort and speed like stuff like that. And what will make a great video is evoking an emotion. I think that's the number one thing that is memorable because I think like emotions are memorable. Like they always say you won't remember what people said to you, but you'll always remember how they made you feel. Mm. And so you have to evoke a particular emotion that you want. So scary movies, obviously fear, like sports and athletic wear, obviously like inspiration to like get after it. There's also the branding aspect. So there can be a really great video, a really great commercial that evokes emotion. But if you don't remember the brand, then it was all for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so you have to, those two things. My, my brother worked in, in advertising for many years. He still works uh, in, in an aspect of it. He, that was one of the things I, he taught me early on before I was still in high school. I said, you know, I said, God, I saw this great commercial today. It was so funny. It's like, he said, what was it for? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what it was for. Then it wasn't a very good commercial. It yeah. might have been funny, but it wasn't a good commercial. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all right, you got a point there. You got a point there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and again, with, with my uh, experience in, in video, in, in the journalistic world, you try to show the, the facts of a situation, but you also want to show the emotion of, of what's going on. And sometimes that can get really difficult because you can't, mm-hmm. you can't prime the pump, so to speak. You can't go in and, and put sad music in to, to make something more sad. You know, because yeah. then that's you're Unless leading you're being, like sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, well, you're leading them on to you know to yeah. to, to, to you know come up with their, their the, you know the idea that you want them to come up with, and that's yeah. really not what journalism does. Genuine, so. gen, be like being genuine. Mm-hmm. I would try to say genuinity is that a word? I don't know. I don't think it is. But being we're going to say this genuine, now, having a genuine intention, I think, is very important too, because people can, especially in today's day and age, after like like they say, my generation. Um, like 64% of ads, they'll just like brush by because they're like, oh, they're just selling to me. Mm-hmm. But like in a genuine attention, like they like market you, say for like skincare, say you have acne and they're like, hey, like this acne treatment genuinely has all these like um, great, great things like that like can go for your skin. And then they have all these like people who have actually, actually used it and actually mm-hmm. benefit, stuff like that. Awesome. That's one thing I find I say that too often when I'm doing these. Awesome. I say honestly all the honestly, time. Honestly? But I'm this being just honest. makes me question you. So. <laughs> when somebody I'm, is trying to tell I'm me that they're honest. honestly, honestly, <laughs> I, I immediately am suspect of them. So. All right. Do you not trust me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, you're talking about appropriate market videos. Is there such a thing as bad video? And what could a bad video do to harm marketing uh, more than having no video at all? I think that bad video, yes, you could definitely have bad videos because you could have a very poorly put together video 
doesn't go with what you're trying to get at, like poorly targeted stuff like that. And like people will see it and they'll look at your brand and associate that like poor video with your brand. Mm -hmm. And so that's just a negative association. There is that comment though on that, like no bad press is, or no press is bad press. Mm -hmm. Where if you made like a horrible, horrible video, Mm -hmm. depending on in what way horrible? I think I think it would have to, yeah, you'd, it, there'd have to be a very specific set of circumstances. You might yeah. become much more popular and go by, you know. Yeah. But then it does present the opportunity to fix it and speak out, and then you kind of have a voice on that because mm. people are interested. I don't, so I don't know. It really depends. Mm. But yes, there's definitely bad videos. You don't want to put out something that doesn't go with your brand, doesn't have a clear message for people, isn't genuine. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to poorly... Yeah. yeah, so it goes beyond just, you know, poor production value. Yeah. You know, you could have a, a low production value video that's really good. Yeah. It, it tells your story, tells your message, you know. And sure. it's going to be much more effective. Right. And, yeah. But you could have a highly polished, really well produced, you know, you know video that really doesn't. And yeah. that's still bad too. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That goes a lot into like the psychology of marketing, which I think is very interesting. Like, oh, yeah. Because people really do like take in... And they like a lot like values to certain things based on interaction. All right. So now we're on to the fifth question, which is uh, I want you to, to look into the future, which is always out there. The future's that it way. Is. All right. So <laughs> what is your take on what the future of marketing video is? Oh, okay. I think the future of marketing video is going to be an immersive experience with virtual reality. I think people are going to be using virtual reality a lot more often than we see. I feel like it's been like a slow start, but I feel like once it's like available, like a lot less inexpensive to a lot of people, it's going to like exponentially rise. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are going to use it for like clothing. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to like try on and see what you look like wearing certain clothes. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be able to like see, like walk around your house and see what color paint you want to put on your walls. Mm -hmm. Or the furniture you want in there. It's like, like augmented reality yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you're going to be able to like watch videos too or like commercials for movies. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be able to be in the trailer. And like I think that's – it's just going to be so much more immersive. That's the future of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. That's one of those uh, areas where it's like lithium-ion batteries. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lithium-ion batteries, you know, for years people had these ideas about portable technology. Right and how to, and, and what you could do with it, you know, and because they didn't have batteries that worked very well, you know, like you basic your nickel cadmium batteries, they didn't have enough charge for long enough to be able to be make any kind of portable technology useful. Lithium ion batteries come around; they're rechargeable. They with a lot of amperage in, in a small space. That's where you get you know mobile phones and all your camera batteries and everything else like that. So that one little leap changes everything yeah right so again with virtual reality technology i think it's just a matter of getting the processing power and the imaging down to a a small enough size with a small enough footprint and be able to offer it at a certain price point and once you hit that tipping point it's gonna really just it's gonna be huge it's gonna be you know next thing you know it's gonna be just a giant river of augmented reality you're gonna be doing augmented reality everywhere Mm -hmm. it's gonna look weird without it yeah yeah yeah. You'll take your glasses off and you'll be like, oh. You can do like training wow. sessions. That's like, what trees look like. <laughs> 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 I 
I'm not even going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'll get lost in the sauce if I go any further. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I can really talk about all this forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I see it more as like, you know, you're walking through a supermarket uh. and you're looking at cereal, right? And, and you look at the cereal and then you, if you, you pick up the box and then, you know, it'll project, you know, in, in your glasses, it'll project, okay, this is, you know, the... the the facts of uh, nutritional facts, you know, that's cool, and everything. Okay. You see, it's like okay, and then and then you could look at the price, and then it'll tell you, okay, well, this is uh, you know so many dollars for so many ounces, and this is how that breaks down per ounce. Dang. And then you, and then you pick up the next one and compare them, and then you'd see, oh, okay, well they, this is a better deal, and you'd get that. And then you can click on like a next thing. It was like, what does this go? What does this pair with? Exactly, best? yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And like you're walking through a liquor store and you're at like the wines and be like, oh, this pairs well with steak. Ah, yeah, that's so cool. So you'd have basically all you need is a target oh and then a connection to a database and then it'll tell you everything. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you again for having me. I'm going to go back there and edit this. And I'm going to go <laughs> grab some lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. I'm not sure who's up next on our podcast list. We're going to find out. Uh, but be sure to watch this channel and subscribe if you, uh, if you like what you're seeing and find it interesting. Uh, again, my name is Keith R. Stevenson, photographer, designer, and this is Emily Sutton. And we are NX2. Do something amazing. Have a good day. <laughs>